0: This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1008, in praise of the home yoga practice, by Melanie Schweder of abrighterwild.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy middle of the week Wednesday if you're still keeping track of the days during these stay-at-home orders. Welcome to another edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best blogs covering health and fitness, just like an audiobook, And then, at the end, I provide a little bit of my own commentary. Now, we have five shows where we narrate blogs for you, Just search for Optimal Living Daily to find all of them. Now, today's topic, the home yoga practice, is so perfect for these days where most of us are still required to stay at home. So thank you, Melanie, for sharing this post with us. Oh, and before I forget, it is Wednesday, which means it's time for a little bit of inspiration. Quote, there is no exercise better for the heart than reaching down and lifting people up. John Andrew Holmes. All right, with that, let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. In Praise of the Home Yoga Practice by Melanie Schweder of abrighterwild.com. One of the toughest things I had to let go of when I got sick many years ago was my hardcore yoga practice. In the months before my illness hit, I was practicing regularly, attending advanced vinyasa classes and really feeling good about the poses I was mastering. However, Once I was struck down with mysterious symptoms, I could barely muster the energy to take a shower, much less devote an hour or more a day to strenuous practice. I distinctly remember the first time I attempted yoga after my forced hiatus. It was a five-minute chair yoga sequence I found online. As I sat in my chair in my living room, I found myself frustrated and on the verge of tears as I got out of breath, muscles shaking, after only 90 seconds. It was just one of many moments of grieving during that period and the years to follow it. However, I've never given up on my yoga practice. Today, looking back, I am thoroughly convinced that yoga saved my life. Having something to come back to, a way of moving my body, especially on the days I spent eight or more hours in bed, and a method to connect with my breath again was such sacred medicine. No, for the first several months, my practice wasn't impressive. It was nowhere near what I used to do. There were no handstands, no chaturangas, no difficult poses at all. But this was really where I found what true yoga was. When I was young and healthy, I took a very Western, secular view of yoga. It was a way to stretch, to sweat, and to cross-train for my running and cycling events. Now, I have such a rich, deep understanding of yoga and how it can change your life, and I wouldn't trade that for anything. I've learned that yoga is not just asana. It is breath. It is intention. It is compassion in motion and that it doesn't have to be difficult to count. Anyone can do yoga, regardless of body shape or size, of ability or disability, of spiritual leaning or non. These days, I'm back to practicing on a regular basis, but now with a temperance and self-inquiry that I didn't have before. And I've come to really see the value in a home-based practice. At first, I was hesitant to practice at home. It didn't feel real to me. I wasn't surrounded by people in a big fancy studio wearing my nicest spandex, eye roll, I know. Honestly, I think it was the fear of being at home, alone, with my thoughts, that was underpinning this resistance. The fear of truly seeing myself, acknowledging my body's limitations, and showing up over and over, brokenhearted, on the mat. But it was those moments that truly transformed me. I confess, I haven't been to a yoga studio in several years it honestly doesn't appeal to me much anymore. I've gotten to the point where I'm so accustomed to my body, my space, and my pace that it doesn't seem worth it to pay lots of money and drive a long way to show up and not even know if I'll like the class or be able to follow the poses. I'm sure I will find a home studio again one day, but in the meantime, I am relishing my own home practice. I've come to enjoy the benefits of home-based yoga, which include, one, temperature control, most yoga studios feel too hot for me and tend to exacerbate my symptoms. Two, no dress code. i practiced many times in my pajamas or even in my underwear, something that's definitely frowned upon in public. Three, flexible start times. My energy levels tend to fluctuate during the day, so I have the freedom to practice exactly when I feel ready. Four, personalized level and or theme. I love being able to choose exactly what I wanna work on, with the theme and difficulty level of each practice. I can find a yoga class to perfectly match my mood and my energy every day. Five, freedom to stop or rewind. Yoga is so much nicer when I can click a button to pause or rewind a practice. Perfect for those of us with nervous bladders, blood sugar issues, or distractible minds. Six, for me and me alone. Practicing at home releases me from having to worry about anyone else infringing on anyone's space, or being self-conscious of how I look. And seven, saving money. I won't lie, yoga studios can be expensive, and I'd rather spend my money elsewhere most of the time. There are tons of videos for free or for only a few bucks a month. Obviously, the benefits of practicing yoga at home go beyond this list and can be deeply personal. Maybe you have struggled with a disability for a while, and you only feel comfortable doing yoga in your own living room. Or perhaps being in a studio brings out your competitive side, causing you to lose touch with your body in an attempt to excel. Maybe you don't have the typical yoga body and you feel intensely ashamed or judged when you practice outside of your home. Perhaps money is really tight and at-home yoga is one of the ways you can afford your self-care. No matter what you're dealing with, there is something sacred about practicing yoga at home, fully present, in tune with your breath, and not worried about what anybody else is doing it can be incredibly freeing and empowering to build your practice in the spaciousness of your own habitat. And for those with chronic illness, this can be such a healing investment, even if it comes in just five or 10 minute increments. I have never once regretted rolling out my mat in my tiny living room, and I have a feeling that you won't either. Once you really feel the benefits of a fully autonomous, personalized yoga practice. You just listened to the post titled In Praise of the Home Yoga Practice by Melanie Schweder of abrighterwild.com. At Optimal Health Daily, we understand that certain family health issues can be extremely stressful and can easily overwhelm you and your family. And when that happens, BetterHelp is here to help you cope with your emotions. Their professional counseling services are available for clients worldwide and have licensed professional counselors specializing in stress, grief, sleeping, and more eager to help you. You can schedule an appointment online at your own convenience and start communicating with your therapist in just under 24 hours. No more sitting uncomfortably in a waiting room and gain the flexibility of messaging your counselor anytime. BetterHelp is not self-help. It is professional counseling. I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash OHD. Join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash OHD. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I wanna thank Melanie again for this post and for sharing her personal story about her struggles with her illness. I could relate. I remember days when, because of my chronic disease, I felt so miserable, it was difficult to muster up any motivation to get out of bed, let alone do anything else. But like Melanie, after much resistance, I finally tried yoga. I started by taking a class, actually, at a local community college after work. This was because I knew I needed structure. Otherwise, I wouldn't have the motivation to learn yoga on my own. And community college classes felt like a comfortable place for me at the time. Plus, I knew how strict colleges are when it comes to hiring folks that have the right knowledge and experience as instructors, so I was confident that I would be learning proper techniques. And I was so glad I did it. I would actually look forward to those evenings. I actually ended up taking the class two more times. And once I felt comfortable in my knowledge and abilities, I began to perform yoga at home on my own. Now, I incorporate it almost every day as part of my cool down and stretch routine. And just as Melanie said, even if you can afford just five to 10 minutes of it, it's so worth it. And hey, we're all at home right now anyways, so why not give it a try? All right, that should do it. Thank you so much for listening today and every day. I'll be back here tomorrow as usual. So I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits.